You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. Same verse, not like the first. Hour number two of the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. We'll hear from uh, Leah Nye, star sophomore guard for the Illini women's basketball team. Tough loss for them Thursday night at Ohio State. They'll get Wisconsin at home on Sunday. Rooting for them to kind of pull things together. A lot of talent on that team. Uh, the men's team, boy, impressive win over the Terrapins Thursday night. Uh, but the big show, fellas, was at halftime, Io DeSumo becoming the 34th Illini to have his name and jersey lifted to the rafters among all the all-time greats. It was really special to see him with his family and, and to see where this program was when he arrived in Champaign and where it is now. Yeah, I mean, think about where they were. Um, setting a record for most losses in a season and then a one seed in his last year. I mean, if you want to talk about changing the program, I don't know that you can talk to anybody maybe making more of an impact since – you know, we can go back to Mike's day and like maybe it was Levi Cobb and the first, you know, when you get yeah. that first one of those yep. guys, first guys break the barrier. But Io, what a special, a special kid. I mean, having a great year. How You know what's really cool about him is that DeMar DeRozan, who is maybe the league MVP right now, comes down to watch him get his jersey. Yeah. A 32-year-old, long-term, long-time NBA vet comes down and joins a rookie to watch him get his jersey and he he loved watching kofi by the way he, every time kofi throw went down he'd be like oh you know so it, it was really cool to see that i mean underwood did say that any chicago bulls players who want to come down are welcome to, to come down. <laughs> we got to see yeah, this this is uh, I, io is my number one illini basketball player he's the the first guy on my mount rushmore and it's because when he came here it wasn't cool uh, the program, it was, you know, a decade of nothing. And he comes in and makes that choice. And him with Coach Underwood and the staff, literally force of will elevates this program. It attracts Kofi. And if you don't have Io and Kofi, how long does the rebuild take? Who knows? And, and obviously you have to give the coaching staff credit for getting him here. And of course you guys all remember the choice between Talon Horton Tucker and, and him. So obviously coach Underwood knew what he was doing because IO was the man. And I love the fact that he comes back here and he also gives a lot of credit to his college coaches who helped him develop. And he does that in front of a microphone at the NBA so that kids who want to play NBA basketball, hear that. I don't know if there's a better leader and a better face of the program. He's he's not the face of the Illinois program anymore, but he's the face of the Illinois program in the NBA. But you're right. As this stature grows in the NBA and it's growing week by week, I mean, already we're seeing what he's doing and there, there's it's no question he's going to have a very long, productive NBA career. He wants to remind you at every turn that he's an Illini. And Coach Underwood and the staff are responsible for all that. You're exactly right. And it's it's that kind of thing. I, I, I look at it this way. I think Brad Underwood is going to be here for a long time. I think he's going to be here already for at least 10 years. I think beyond that, I would not be surprised unless something strange happens. If Brad Underwood doesn't retire from Illinois, um, I'd be surprised if he doesn't get to multiple Final Fours. I'd be surprised if he doesn't win a national title. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Brad Underwood and what he does. If any or all of those things happen, they'll still all be tied to Io. To your point, Brad, because and Mike, because he's the one 
Io's the one that, that changed the game. And it's special. Here's a guy that they're already been back at least twice to games. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. come back. And, and you know, I, I think he will always be here and be a part of this program and be visible. Yeah, I actually got a, you know, it's really cool because I got a chance to talk to him, um, you know, after the halftime ceremony. And one thing he mentioned was about being, it wasn't, it's not easy to be the in-state kid because you get a lot of pressure put on you and you have to handle it. But he said, you know, he showed patience and it really helped him mature. And he left as a complete player because he stayed for three years. Um, and and that's why, you know, that's the kind of thing. Sometimes guys are so quick to want to get out and get to the league. In Io's case, he just kept developing. He got a little bit better at this, a little bit better at this over three years, work ethic. And he realized he knew what the long-term goal was, and he got there because he was patient, because he understood he took coaching. You know, Underwood said tonight, you know, the yelling was all worth it, right? You know, so uh, <laughs> I, I, all those years of hard coaching. So that that's where, I mean, just what a special night for him and a special, special ambassador for the Illinois basketball program in the NBA. And, and what an example he's set because you see Kofi doing the same thing. You know, Kofi was told that he needs to be able to, you know, pass the ball out of the post. And we're seeing that. We're seeing him guard people outside. You know, he's doing that a little better. He's hitting his free throws. So he's putting the time in on what the NBA has told him he needs to work on. And a lot of that is probably patterned after the hard work that Io did. And hopefully Kofi's hard work will be passed along to these freshmen and sophomores that are watching him get better each year. Yeah. And I, and maybe too, it, it may change in terms of NBA GMs. We have all discussed privately and publicly. We can't understand how IO fell when you're going to take all these 18, 19 year olds and hope they develop into what IO already developed into. And yep. he, he's a bench player but he's a bench player who plays 20 minutes as a rookie. And clearly he is one of the most trusted players on that Billy Donovan has on his roster because he keeps him in key situations. He understands he's been well coached. He's got a high basketball IQ. He checks all the boxes and I'm with you. I mean, I, I know it's a different skill set. You're talking about a combo guard and a, and a big man like Kofi, but I, I would be really disappointed if there's an NBA team somewhere doesn't take a shot at Kofi and say, let's see if we can fit this guy in here because he's proven can do a lot of things. And, and he's, he's, he's quite an athlete. Um, and it'd be great to see him uh, get a shot uh, more on the Illini. We're going to talk more about uh, this team. We'll talk a little IO too. And let's take a fresh look at the big 10. When we come back, things look a bit different now than they did a month ago. You're listening to the Illini guys sports spectacular on the Alana Guys Radio Network. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. 
enjoying the game? Log on to IlliniGuys.com and join in the conversation. Our game room offers real-time chat from our team of experts and analysts to enhance your game experience. And IlliniGuys.com offers insider information on recruiting and team prep that you just won't find anywhere else with hundreds of articles and podcasts for you to enjoy. Sign up now and become eligible for free $1,000 scholarships. The seven-day free trial makes it a no-brainer. Get in the know with IlliniGuys.com. The Illini guys, Sports Spectacular continues. Let's talk Big Ten now. And, you know, suddenly the Illini, people kind of down on them a few weeks ago, the early struggles that they had. But once again, look like front runners. An opening two months full of adversity. And yet here they are, 4-0, and Brad sitting atop the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, you, as I tell, I, I think I tweet this every after every game to Chester Frazier. Uh, you can't go 20 and 0 unless you start 4 and 0. So, you know, or 1 and 0 or 2 and 3. So, yeah, the goal is to go 20 and 0, right? I mean, that's the way it goes, but I they are playing really well. You know, they've won 4 in a row overall, including 3 against high majors. They've won um, you know, if you kind of go back, you know, they ever since the Kansas State game, a bunch of high major teams, uh, you know, Kansas State, Notre Dame, Rutgers, Iowa, et cetera, et cetera, they're winning games against quality competition. And, and winning handily. I mean, winning easily. So that's why they're at the top of the league, and people are starting to take notice. And, and I'll tell you what, you look at the future schedule, they're f- going to be favored in if they take care of business, probably in their next eight games, they're probably going to be favored. And there's a couple of tough ones, obviously Purdue at home and, you know, and at, you know, at Maryland, a rematch from the night, and at Indiana and at Northwest, stuff like that, some road games. But they're favored. I mean, they're the team that – there, you talk about that. You win those eight games, you're 12-0. and 0. I mean, wow, that'd be amazing. But it's there. The opportunity is there. Yeah, and I, I think that's the key is, you know, you hear the one game at a time and stacking, stacking days, but ultimately that's exactly what they're doing. You know, you got a couple road wins. You know, you, you're, you're basically setting yourself up here, and you've got this streak, you know, especially the opportunity – to do a one-two punch on Purdue and Michigan coming up, that is what you're looking for because, man, when you get you get out ahead of those guys, you know, it really makes the the pressure towards the end of the season uh, diminished a little bit. You can play a little bit looser, and if the defense keeps going at the rate they're they're going right now, um, boy, they're gonna be they're gonna be hard to handle. Yeah, this is a team right now. You know, the, the Arizona loss for me didn't bother me because Arizona's a really good team. Um, yep. and and they showed again, it came down to really you still it was a one possession game in the final 30 seconds. Um against, you know, probably one of the top five teams in the country. Um, you know, I think also with this Maryland game Thursday night was big because here's a team that you get out in front. We've seen them get out, jump out in front, which hasn't always been the case for Illini teams. Um, they see the team. You know, the other team comes back with Kofi out, as you mentioned uh, earlier in the show, that that Illinois is a different team with Kofi in there and what team wouldn't be without Kofi in the middle. But the way they fought back and the way they battled back, their shots weren't falling um, defensively. They missed some assignments. And Brad, to your point, they still they still win by double digits. And oh, yeah, by the way, they're all of this 11 and three, four and oh in conference about to rejoin the rankings finally with Andre Curbelo out. I mean, if you if you predicted this, if you went beginning of the season and said this, you'd say, yeah, I thought they might only have won one loss, but you know, but to do it without without Curbelo, 
is, is really impressive because like you said, when he comes back, how good can this team be? Yeah, I agree. And they they've started the season without Kofi for three games. So you yeah. gotta learn to play. They didn't and they didn't have Trent Frazier at the beginning of the season because he got hurt. And they didn't have you know, you go down the line, they're they've been missing guys all year, guys are out of practice, but they just keep grinding and just keep winning. They're fine and they're clicking. And and I, I just really think they're a, they're a team that uh could is a force to be reckoned with. I mean, some of the Minnesota players, some some inside stuff that some of the Minnesota players uh, actually after the game were talking about how they actually think that they might be better than they were last year. And they, that was without Curbelo on the floor. That's wow. how dominant they were against Minnesota. And then the other thing is, the you know, every coach talks about it's almost impossible to stop Kofi one-on-one inside. So you got to pick your poison. What do you do? Do you play him one-on-one? Or do you let him, you know, do you let him kick it out to the three-point shooters who are shooting, you know, a ridiculous percentage? Yeah, you're, you're really developing a three-headed monster here when you have you know, Trent and Plummer hitting so well from outside or, you know, driving when they need to. And then you have Kofi, who's key in the whole offense, either going in, you know, playing in the paint or he's doing his fake passes or getting the pass out. Um, You know, the ball moves better with Kofi in the game. Who would have thought that was what you would say? And, and, And then you have, you know, the other pieces that can get hot on any night, Grandison, Hawkins, you know, uh, DeMonte. And, and again, as you said, Larry, Carbello hasn't even hit the floor yet. It's, it's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's one that I think that when you look at it to the point of, like you said, they're, they are a, a nightmare matchup and in, in every stretch. And, and I don't know, I think right now, obviously at the moment, it's a, it's a two team race, Illinois, Purdue, how serious right now is a contender, uh, Michigan State? I mean, they're 4-0. They're playing well. Uh, Max Christie just playing lights out as a freshman. What a great talent he is up there. Um, look, they're an Izzo coach team. Say what you want, but, I mean, the track record is there. They're a team that I think would still be in it, it looks like, uh, come down to the stretch. Yeah, I like Michigan State. They're tough. They're going to play good defense. They're hard-nosed. Um, the one thing is that, you know, I've played a pretty favorable schedule so far, and, you know, I think Wisconsin's probably been the surprise so far. One of the surprises too, you know, they're up there at the top. Um, it, you know, Purdue's kind of been a disappointment. They're one and two. Yeah. They've already lost to Rutgers who, although they're two and one was predicted at the bottom of the conference and lost a home game. <laughs> now Wisconsin, I give them credit, but man, and, and even Purdue's win at home against Iowa. You remember Keegan Murray didn't play. So Purdue in their three big 10 games has been very underwhelming despite their non-conference success. Um, so, you know, Michigan and Michigan has been, and their schedules, Michigan's schedule is so brutal coming up and they're off to a slow start. I, they could, they're going to have to really fight and claw to be a tournament team right now. So a lot of the people we thought were going to be at the top aren't really there um, right now. Yeah. I think Purdue's challenge is you got Williams and Edie who can't play with one another. You know, Painter's going to have to figure out a solution to that or figure out something that will make that work. The, the other team that, that I'm not surprised by because I actually had them picked for third, but Ohio State is living up to the expectations that that I thought they were going to have. And, you know, EJ Liddell is certainly carrying that team. Uh, but I'll tell you, I, I, I was not a big Michigan guy, but I didn't think this was going to happen. Unbelievable right now, 4-0. And as, uh, again, they head into the weekend, tied with the Spartans, a top, 
the Big Ten. And uh, finally, returning to the rankings. Um, you know, bottom line, you keep winning. Eventually, they have to put you there, right? Some bragging rights for the team. Stay with us. Quick time out right now. And then uh, when we come back, an orange and blue blast from the past. That's coming up next. You're tuned in to the Sports Spectacular on the Illini Guys Radio Network. I'm Kofi Coburn. When it comes to facing my opponents on the basketball court, psh, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, Kofi. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. Attention travelers, next Tuesday, a major hurricane will cause complete chaos throughout the city. Food, water, and phone service will be in short supply. There will likely be panic citywide. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Disasters don't plan ahead. You can. Talk to your loved ones about how you're going to be ready in an emergency. Don't wait. Communicate. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows, or door, worn-out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom, or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224 224- 880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. I'm Morgan Freeman. I'm not a doctor, but I trust science. And I'm told that for some reason people trust me. So here I am to say, I trust science and I got the vaccine. If you trust me, you'll get the vaccine. In math, it's called the distributive property. In people, it's called taking care of one another. Get the vaccine. Help make our world a safe place for us to enjoy ourselves again. Please. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys Radio Network. Now, let's get back to the studio. We continue here on the Illini Guys Sports Spectacular. You know, just before the Christmas break, the Illini welcome back the 2001 and 2002 Big Ten Championship teams. Hard to believe it's been 20 years uh, since that group put together one of the more successful runs in program history. The guy who made the longest trip was forward Jameer Kapalia, and I got a chance to chat with him as they were honored by the State Farm Center crowd. What was this experience like? It's nice, you know, we, we haven't been together like this for, for a while now, so, you know, I'm just happy to, to to be a part of it. And, you know, went out last night and we're telling old stories. It's, you know, it's, it's great. And then Lucas does this dumbass thing, walking out. It's, it, it's just, it, it really just, you know, it, it's fun. Um, but but the, the Lucas and the belly flop, didn't that kind of, it wouldn't be a reunion without Lucas without, doing that, right? Without Lucas doing something stupid, it, like, it would not be a reunion. So we, we, we are appreciative of his willingness to act stupidly on our behalf. You, 
you come back and the arenas change and, and, and people change, things change. Um, what does it mean that you guys play such an important role in the history of this program? I mean, it, it means a lot to us individually. You know, it's 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 certainly a four great years of life. And you know, when, when we get like together like this, and you know, it's 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 I don't know. I don't. I don't have the words to describe it. It means a lot. You know, just getting together. But then, you know, it's also to see that university move forward light years in all the aspects. We drove by Oven, and you, you can see like the original building is going to be like a third of the the new building, so I mean, stuff like that, and I'm sure we, we, we did our part in bringing, laying the foundation and, 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 and moving it in that direction, so we're happy for it. You guys know what it's like to take a team that was down and build it from the ground up, I mean, when you came in as a freshman, you guys had a long way to go to get there, um, so you kind of know what this team's going to be right now, the program overall. Uh, the program, yes, you know, it was, it was some rough few years, you know, physically sick, you know, I'm seven hours ahead so I, I couldn't watch all the games and wake up in the morning, check the score and, you know, it, it was some rough matches, but, you know, the last couple of years certainly have been fun and I see the potential that, you know, we're, we're going to enjoy, enjoy this team and hopefully uh, teams after this, you know, they, 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 they're going to have great facilities, they're going to have a good recent tra tradition kids wanted to come down here so I'm sure it's gonna be fun and finally what are you doing these days I'm a travel agent I have a travel agency my dad and I started it 12 years ago Dad is slowly retiring and um, gonna be taking over soon so yeah you said seven hours ahead so where are you uh, Sarajevo Bosnia you're, you're in Bosnia yes, okay yes. I don't know if you're still here yeah, back yeah. over there so okay great great hey thanks so much no problem appreciate it Brad I mean I gotta be honest it was really just a, a lot of fun uh talking to him and the other guys and uh, and I think I think Demir really as he said he he hasn't been back uh very much and it was really just neat to kind of come back and relive some of those moments yeah I mean it, it's that, that was a, such a fun team um to watch so much talent on that group I mean so much depth you had guys like well Lucas Johnson coming off the bench, but maybe coming off the floor, as Demir mentioned, is a better uh, <laughs> diving on the floor. I don't know how you remember him, but yeah, Demir, Lucas, Sean Harrington, and Robert Archibald coming off your bench. That's fantastic, right? <laughs> I mean, that's an amazing bench right there for the 2001 team. So they, they were definitely a team that was fun to watch when they won the Big Ten title. And, um, you know, and then you go to the, you know, even in you know the next season, you know, you move on to the next year and, and they they're successful again and it's just uh with Demir you know playing you know only part of the season really it's uh you know and Lucas as well both those guys you know battling through some things injury and Demir had I I thought Demir was one of the most underrated players um during that era because he was such a, an efficient guy such a great rebounder they had to burn his his first year he didn't get to play the first half season because they were going to redshirt him and then they said we got to play him they play him in the big 10 season then he has injuries that he misses the the fourth year so that's a guy who really only got to play like three seasons total it, which is too bad because he was a really talented player but uh Man, it's it's fun to see those guys come back. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it was it was neat to talk to them, and we also I guess you talked to Brian Cook. We'll try to have him on at some point uh, later on here during the season and get his thoughts. Um, uh, met his mom. Uh, I think he's back in Lincoln now. Corey Bradford was there. Interview with him. We'll run next week. Uh, Sergio McLean, of course, talked about him and his his late father Wayne McLean. And 
Um, you know, there's a clip that's gone around about, um, you know, on the Illinois-Iowa game, the ESPN game, and Dick Vitale's going nuts, and Frank Williams is making all the, you know, the fantastic passes, and Brian Cook is running the floor. And I think that's where we all kind of, you know, you and I grew up before that, but we were all adults enjoying that. And I think that's what's fun about this year's team is you get a chance that you've got not only the success, but the personalities with the success. And that's what was really cool with these guys, even Demir talking about, getting together the night before and even telling some stories that they hadn't talked about in 20 years. Yeah, it, it's great. And, you know, I had Lucas on my 30 for 30, Lucas yeah. Johnson on my 30 for 30 last, uh, last year. And I mean, there's few guys that are as entertaining as him. You know, we, we focus on him, but I mean, just, uh, that was the very great personalities. And, you know, another guy who, you know, wasn't able to attend that we kind of, you know, uh, we, we miss Robert Archibald, you yeah. know, was the guy who was part of those teams and we lost Arch last year as well. And, uh, but I mean, you know, what a, what a fun group of personalities, fun guys. Corey Bradford was hilarious talking to him after practice. Um, he was there watching practice when I was doing my fly on the wall series and, and, uh, he was so much fun just entertaining, hilarious to listen to him, uh, talk about things that were going on. Yeah. He was a lot of fun. Like what you have him, uh, come up here um, in, in the next week. And I think just um, a reminder again of just how special this Illini program is. And um, it was neat. Speaking of your flying the wall, we're going to talk more about that next week. I know that a lot of people have read that on the website. Uh, don't want to give it away. I don't want to talk about it for 10 seconds because I want to give you some time to really kind of debrief. Um, it was a fantastic series. If you have not, if you're not a part of IlliniGuys.com, that is certainly worth the price of gold right there. Imagine going behind the scenes and getting a chance to see a team getting ready for a game and the preparation that goes in, it's not just one practice or, Hey, let's do this. I mean, it is a, it is an all out uh, full um, there's homework, paperwork passed out. And I mean, it's, it was pretty deep. It's crazy. I don't think people outside the program really realize how much scouting and in-depth stuff, how in-depth they are with their, uh, their film and their just player, player personnel stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've been in the media forever and I didn't know it went to that, those depths. So um, I think if I enjoyed reading, I think everyone else would too. So Brad, great stuff. We can't wait for that later. Hey, we'll hear more from Demir's teammates. We mentioned that next week on the sports spectacular, it's a big week ahead for the Illini, a trip to Nebraska, and then the Wolverines come to town. We'll break it down for you next on the Illini guys, sports spectacular powered by Illini You're listening to the sports spectacular powered by Illini on the Illini guys radio network. Now let's get back to the studio. Atlanta guys, sports spectacular. Glad you're still with us here. Larry Smith, Brad Sturdy, Mike Kegley, uh, talking Illini basketball right now. 4-0 in the Big Ten. We kind of broke down what the conference is doing right now, and the guys are sitting as well as anything. One thing we didn't talk about, if they win their next game coming up here at Nebraska in a couple days, uh, that's their ninth straight win in the Big Ten away from home. Uh, they would be 14-2 and away from home since the beginning of last season. I, I mean, that's just impressive. I don't care who you are. And again, without Corbello in this, um, pretty good stuff. Yeah. You know, it's hard to win on the road in the big 10. Yeah. And when you can do put up those kind of numbers, that's kind of ridiculous. I mean, it almost reminds me of Brad Underwood's 53 and one stretch at Stephen F. Austin. I mean, it's just insane that you can do that and do it in the big 10. And people said last year, well, you know, there wasn't the, you know, fans. Well, there've been fans this year. And they're winning road games. So, uh, you know, they win at Nebraska. It's like, this is legit. I mean, this is a team that really takes care of business um, on the road. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, you know, you can't just give yourself a W 
just because you're playing at Nebraska, you know, they took uh, Ohio State all the way into an overtime and with a, you know, a, a little bit of a different whistle blowing towards the end of the game there, they might have beat Ohio State. So winning on the road in the Big Ten is darn near uh, impossible. And for that makes it much more impressive what this team and this coaching staff have engineered by getting that type of record on the road, because you got to go back to what, 2004 and five, you know, with, with that great D Brown team to see Illinois having such success on the road. Brad, you're close to the program as close to anyone that, that we know, obviously, what is it about Brad Underwood, his system, this program that allows them to, had that kind of roadkill mentality. I mean, they—they're not this. I—I I don't know if I've ever seen a team. Maybe I, I follow this team, obviously closer than others, and therefore I just haven't noticed. But I don't know that I, I know of a, of a program mentality that they road games don't bother them. Well, I, I think it's the whole culture that he's created, and, and Underwood, and some people don't like it. Like there are kids who don't like playing, and it, but there is there aren't excuses. Like he tells he tells guys. You have to get through that screen. You have to do this. I, I, I'm not telling you that you know it's it's not okay. And so when you hold these guys to high standards and you say this is not accept this type of play is not acceptable, you got to fix it. Then they go on the road. It's like you know it, you're put through the ringer in practice. I'm telling you, he just you know he makes them work hard, makes them uh, attention to detail, all these things. And then you go out on the road, it's like, eh, whatever. Some fans yelling something about my mom. Okay, I don't care. I'm going to go dunk on somebody's head. And this is where they're at. It's the culture of like finding a way to win no matter what and, and not accepting mediocrity, not accepting failure. And it's, it's effective. I mean, it's all about the culture and mentality that he's created. Yeah, especially on that defensive end of the floor. They are starting to really buy in on the fact that you need that defense to win these games. And, you know, just like what we saw DeMonte do against Maryland, you know, you take a guy who's given the team problems and you, you, you lock them up for a half. Uh, you had Trent, you know, who, who coach talked about against Arizona actually pitched a shutout, uh, kept moving him to different guys who were killing him. And that, that attitude pretty much means that even if you're having a bad shooting night, you're not going to be out of a game. And, and it is, it is almost contagious, you know, where the guys really, they've really bought into that and you can see it by their performance on the, on the floor. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a mentality, like you said, that just, um, you know, and I, I, I don't, I don't know the whole chant, what they do. I just see the clips later, but I love the whole in the locker room in a circle stomping on the floor on a, in a road locker room and throwing water around and, and there's just a, there, there's an energy there. There's a trust. There's a, there's a culture that I think is very special. And that's why I said the things about Brad Underwood that I said earlier, that I, I, I'm a big believer in, in what he's trying to accomplish. You get past Nebraska, then you've got Michigan coming up. As we mentioned a, a couple of blocks ago, Michigan, not the Michigan team that, that anyone thought. Um, I didn't think they were a top five team going in. I know people probably thought I was hating on them, but I didn't. I, I didn't know how you bring Hunter Dickinson and a bunch of guys and they're top five. I mean, I, I didn't see how that was going to happen. Um, but it's still Michigan coming in. And so there's no question that nobody has to get up for this game. I know every single man, woman, and child that's a part of this program wants to run that win streak and go 4-0 Underwood against Michigan. 
against uh, Howard, I should say. Yeah, and I think that's uh, that's true. I, you know, Michigan's a different team. They're young, and and I, I went back to this, and I said this this last fall when we talked about this. These guys in this class, although they're highly ranked, they weren't evaluated clearly because because people didn't have AAU. So they didn't get out evaluation, didn't get out steals. So maybe they're ranked a little high. We don't we don't know. There's been other freshmen who do it. And they didn't get to play in that setting either. So they didn't get the competition level that the other guys had. So now you're in a situation where you jump into college basketball with fans and, cra- and craziness and people are excited. And it's just a lot for freshmen and it takes them time to adjust. So you know, relying on freshmen is not a tried and true method of winning in the Big Ten. Occasionally it happens, Fab Five, whatever, but it doesn't happen consistently, and I, I think that's where they're at. I think they've got a potential to be good next year. They'll get better, but right now they're not, you know, and, and they're brutal schedule. I mean, they before they play Illinois, they're, they've got Mich- they're at Illinois after they play Michigan State and Purdue. So, oh. I mean, that's a, how about that? Wow. That's, that's rough for Michigan. Yeah, and the only thing that scares me about Michigan is there's a there's there's going to be one or two games this year where those freshmen all get get it all put together, and I just don't want it against Illinois. But I think people trash AAU basketball a lot, but boy, we're seeing without AAU basketball that um, it, it is harder to tell how good guys are, and they didn't get that that type of competition that you'd like to see on a regular basis. And now you know they've turned the volume up to eleven because you're in the Big Ten on the road in front of an angry crowd. <laughs> so, yeah, it's going to be a fun uh, next to, well, you know, nine, 10 days here uh, at Nebraska, home against Michigan next Friday, and then the, the 11 a.m. tip-off at home against Purdue. Um, this still a big showdown, and what a big uh, sequence of games coming up here uh, for the Illini. we got to take a quick time out here in the Sports Spectacular. Still to come, Ked's recruiting roundup. We'll see if you remembered his lasso, and we'll uh, find out what's going on in the recruiting front. And uh, a conversation with Aliyah Nye, the uh, Illini sophomore, who tells us something that you didn't know about her and why it, she's tied into the University of Alabama, even though she's an Illini sophomore. That's next on the Sports Spectacular. Growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. At Busey Bank, we know there's a lot to look forward to and a lot of planning along the way. Celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it, if your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a a free consultation 303-957-3092 that's neon rain at 303-957-3092 or visit them at neonrain.com we all make more than 35,000 decisions a day most are small but some can be life-changing when it comes to taking care of yourself the most important choices can be hard to make like having a tough conversation instead of ignoring a buddy's call or being there for support not assuming things will just get better. Make the decision to be there for the veterans in your life, for your community, for yourself. 
Learn more at BeThereForVeterans.com. Planning to repair or upgrade your home or place of business? Whether it's a leaky roof, windows or door, worn out siding or paint, outdated kitchen, bathroom or basement, look no further than HX Home Solutions, your one-stop shop for remodeling inside and out. Trusted by Chicagoland since 1950, find out why HX gets an A-plus rating by the Better Business Bureau. Call today, 224-880-6000. That's HX Home Solutions, 224-880-6000. Mention code NCAA and schedule your free estimate. Once again, 224-880-6000, HX Home Solutions. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. A sports spectacular the Illini women uh boy finally getting a chance to play after a couple of weeks off it's um again another program hit by COVID uh earlier just before the holidays uh, our contributor Elijah Smith caught up with Leah and I and got to know her a little bit and here's that interview he begins by asking her how things have gone so far in her Illini experience um it's been great uh I have a great team sisters we all hang out all the time um we work hard. We try to compete in practicing with each other. The campus is nice. I like to get out. When it's warm, obviously it's cold now, but so I normally just stay either in the gym or at home watching a movie or something, but it's been great so far. So how'd you compare, how uh, how'd you prepare for this season in comparison to last season? Um, this season, I knew people knew what I do. Like, I shoot, so something that I tried to prepare for is like expanding my game like trying to drive more or pull up jumpers um I think that's really how I try to prepare just expanding my game and not uh having a different scouting report basically so yes I can shoot the ball but I can also do multiple other things so yeah so um with the team last year doing what it did how you think uh, they compared to the team this year uh I think we're competitors I think we're really connected this year we're more like sisters that's why we have that sisterhood um, theme or motto this year Uh, yeah we really just connect and we try to push each other we all get in the gym like we want to win like it just has a different feel to it I would say so do like code restrictions last year there weren't like Mm -hmm. fans in attendance Mm -hmm. the home and away so what is it like now to have fans at home and at away games like this uh it's very exciting like my family comes every weekend now they don't take anything for granted like when it comes to coming to watch my games my mom is always coming up here from alabama and my dad like from michigan he always comes down and watches me play so they're very excited to um watch me play and they don't want to take it for granted anymore so (laughs) they're always here sometimes a bit too much maybe but (laughs) hey i'm not complaining so um so what's something about you that people don't know um, I'm a twin. I feel like Illinois fans might not know that, or people at Illinois might not know that because she doesn't go here. But yeah, I have a twin sister. She goes to the University of Alabama, and we're complete opposites, by the way. Like, 
She's short, I'm tall, she like she's artsy, I'm like athletic, so yeah. Um uh, interesting, Brad, that she um ha- has a twin. I would assume she's the better basketball player of the of the two. <laughs> Uh, it's always interesting to get these insights, those things you don't know when you just watch them play basketball. So you learn those little things about them. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, it's been fun to watch her development as um, we talked about. And, and Elijah actually wrote a piece on her on IlliniGuys.com. And even the, you know, the, the maturation that she's uh, had in terms of, uh, you know, scoring eight points a game uh, last semester, she's up into double digits last year, I should say, up into double digits this season. Um, you know, one of the pieces there, I think, that Coach Faye is trying to put together and as they try to resurrect this program. Yeah, it's it's been tough. I mean, Illinois women's basketball has not been, you know, really since Teresa Grinz was there has been a struggle. Um, so they've got some young girls now, but it's a struggle when you're young because the one thing about unlike men's basketball where people go pro after their freshman year if they're really good, in NCAA women's basketball, they're there four years. Um, until they graduate, you've still got those same stars on those other teams. So as you're a freshman and a sophomore, those juniors, senior, it's tough to make that trend. It's hard, hard to turn it around, I think, in women's basketball because of that. So it makes it a longer process. But, yeah, the Illinois young, and they got some nice transfers, got some nice players there, and I being one of them, one of those young players. And so I, I really like where they're going forward. I think uh, next year is probably the year they're going to have to be competitive. I think this year is going to still be tough because Big Ten's loaded. Yeah, and it, you're right. Nice pieces, Odin. Uh, very nice. We went to the Southern Illinois game and got a chance to. I mean, I've watched some games online, but it's different to see it there in person and just see uh, how they execute. Um, big fan of Kendall Bostics. We'll have uh, her on the show coming up uh, later on this month. Um, uh, uh, the uh, McKenzie, Adelia McKenzie, the former yes. Miss Basketball in Minnesota. I mean, they've, you know, again, a lot of of really nice pieces. But again, it's the maturation of it. You're right. And one thing Coach Faye mentioned when we had her on the Sports Spectacular. Um, last fall, she was saying too that in terms of even the scholarships, you know, when the men reduce their scholarship, even just by one, that changes the game in terms of, you know, that, that, you know, that, that gives more, that spreads the talent out more. And, and so it's harder yeah. to your point to rebuild because you, you can't get as many pieces as fast. Yeah. They've got so women get 15, right? So that means UConn's taking 15 players. It means every year they're taking four. To four or five of the four of the top players in the country. Tennessee's taking four of the top players. You start going down the list and you're like, man, where am I going to fit in this? Because it's every year and there's they're not changing. And, and so they just keep rotating those kids. Now, the one thing that may help lower programs now, or lesser programs, I guess you would say, is maybe the transfer portal. Because kids aren't playing it and they don't see a path to playing time at maybe a, a high-level team. And that's where Illinois can can maybe take these kids that are second-tier kids at elite programs that, that want to get more playing time and kind of be uh, be a star and and come on down. So I think that's where they're this, – this spring's going to be very important for them. Yeah, I would agree. And that's one thing even with 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 Bostic, watching her, how versatile she is as a stretch four, brings the ball up sometimes, uh, really attacks the glass. Um, you watch her and wonder how does she not pan out at Michigan State? What what did they not see in her that they could use her? But I'm glad she's here and she made the switch because she makes this program so much better. There's no question about that. Hey, we'll take a quick time out right here. And up next, it is Kedrick Prince without the horse. Um, I, I guess he forgot it. Maybe the horse is still out the pasture. Uh, he's, does know. he have his whip though? Yeah, he 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 the whip. We have the lasso. Exactly. As long as he's got that, we'll get the very latest on uh, Jeremy Fears and uh, what's going on also with uh, some football recruits too. That's next. <laughs>
on the Sports Spectacular. Stay with us. Are you tired of your website making your business look bad? Is your current web developer dropping the ball? Let's face it. If your website isn't making you money, it's broken. Let Neon Rain create a website that turns your visitors into customers. Neon Rain has worked with hundreds of businesses across North America, building custom websites and applications with modern designs that are easy to update and work well on mobile devices. They can do it for you, too. What sets Neon Rain apart? They actually deliver on their promises. Call today for a free consultation, 303-957-3092. That's Neon Rain at 303-957-3092. Or visit them at neonrain.com. I'm DeMonte Williams. When it comes to hustling on the court, that's easy. You know what else is easy? OSF On-Call Urgent Care. That's right, DeMonte. When you need care for minor illnesses and injuries that's easy to get when and where you need it, OSF On-Call Urgent Care is your MVP. Walk in 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day, even holidays, or connect with a virtual visit 24-7, 365 days a year. Visit osfoncall.org slash urgentcare. You're listening to the Sports Spectacular, powered by IlliniGuys.com on the Illini Guys radio network. Now, let's get back to the studio. The Illini Guys, Sports Spectacular, having a lot of fun. Kind of, you know, we've, we've shaken off the cobwebs. We thought it would be tough, a little rusty after a couple of weeks. We gave uh, all the crew the, some time off of the holidays and, and uh, ate too much and those kinds of things. But we're, we're getting into the swing of things. Hey, uh, it is time now. Um, you know, I don't, he didn't bring his, his chaps and his horse and his lasso, I guess, you know, getting back in the swing of things. He forgot them. Uh, Kendrick Prince here, the IlliniGuys.com director of recruiting. Ken, you didn't think I was going to let that go, did you? I mean, come on. Of course, of course not. I know better than that. You know by now. We've been, this is this is this is month five of the Sports Spectacular. Hey, listen, Ken, you weren't here, but at the end of the last hour, we're talking about um, you know big moments. As you know, Wednesday is is our first anniversary of the IlliniGuys.com website, and we were talking about kind of the big moments that stood out. Mike told us a story about how he went and ate at the team training table, and actually got you eating at. You're eating like the, the Illini players and coaches tacos. He got you to eat illegal food. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I go down there. I've, been, I've had media credentials forever. And the rule of thumb is you always eat before the game. So I, I went down there with Mike. I thought, oh, hey, you know, this is something new. So Mike went down there afterwards and he's eating food. We put food in our train. Coach Underwood's down there. We're talking to him. I thought, okay, this is kind of nice. They're feeding you twice. So the next game I went to down there, I went down there again because I didn't get to go eat before. And this guy's like, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm eating food. I didn't get to eat before. He said, that's for the players. I'm like, I got a media credential. He said, I don't care, man. I said, I didn't eat anything. I said, Coach Underwood got to eat. Yeah, but you're not Coach Underwood. So <laughs> then he so then he let me put it back. I had two or three students and I had to put it back. So I thought, how did Mike pull this off? No one said anything, but I think we got away with it because we were with Coach Underwood. You know, uh, Ked, the, the term that you might be looking for is leadership. That's what I was displaying, was leadership. How about this? The loss of media credentials. I, mean, <laughs> I, thought, I thought all these years, and I thought this was like some extra food that we got as a perk. Mike, I owe you, man. Yeah, you know, it you is man. amazing that the first time that I'm at a basketball game, I find the second buffet and <laughs> managed to actually feed from it 
Oh, speaks volumes, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, let's get to, let's, let's get, just get to some recruiting news. I'll make that out of the way. Doesn't surprise me at all, guys. Doesn't surprise <laughs> me. Coach Underwood was so nice about it, though. That's the part he that was. was. He didn't say he didn't say anything, did he, Mike? You know, I think I think he was so sick from the flu that he was too tired to even deal with me. And it's it, it wasn't his one. It wasn't his food. Two. It's not his place to tell you don't eat this. What are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> I think okay. he knew he was just being nice to us. Yeah, I think so. Note for 2022. Let's teach Mike some media room manners. Let's work on his uh, his etiquette. All right, that's fun stuff. Okay, listen, recruiting news. Um, the, kind of the, one of the names this week that we're talking about, or Ked, that we're not talking about is, is Jeremy Fierce. What's going on? Yeah, I feel like I'm the lone ranger with this story because this was a kid that was kind of a lock for Illinois guys, and I think the coaches did some more recruiting. and I, I guess evaluation is the word I'm looking for, and you know, Brad Underwood was in there in his fifth year, and he kind of knows the players that he wants and what he likes and don't like. And I just don't think right now, I don't think that's going to be a good fit for Illinois at this point. Um, maybe if they've seen him play a little bit longer, it's a possibility. But, you know, Illinois has a system that they like, and I think they're going to ride their system. So I think they're going to back off from his commitment right now or his alleged commitment. So we also have, uh, you know, this time of year, there's a lot of visits that are going on. Brad, are there any uh, visits that uh, any high schoolers will be coming to visit at any of the Illini games coming up soon? Yeah, I think you're going to see limited visitors coming up because of the COVID issues. You know, like last year, they didn't have any visitors. Um, they, you know, they will go out and see a kid play. Um, I know in December they saw, you know, no just Indositis and Ty Pence and uh, Asa Thomas, people like that. But but you're not going to see as many kids on campus because they don't want to have a kid come in and maybe expose the team to COVID and have another pause or miss a, Even if you're missing, maybe a, you don't want Trent Frazier to get COVID because he's around some kid who came on a visit. So those are just things that they, they got to navigate now that you really didn't expect to navigate when the year started. That's a good point. One quick follow-up sounds like class of 2022 is pretty much set at this point. So really it's more looking into the spring transfer portal to see who leaves who becomes available, and then the class of 2023. Is that is that fair to say? Yeah, I mean, that, from what I can tell, I mean, that's what I see. Um, I mean, at the trans, I know the transfer portal, I think they're going to look for another big man because we don't know what Kofi's going to do, and it'll you know, be great for him to come back. But, I mean, that's going to be a tough sale because um, he'll be graduating. But I think that's the plan. And hopefully they won't lose anybody, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Ked, I got about a minute left. Uh, <clears throat> I know you've got some football guys. Uh, what's happening on the football recruiting front? Well, it's kind of unique right now because basketball is in season, so the recruiting style with that. But football, I mean, they're going out and they're seeing kids and they're selling this dream of them being, you know, um, putting themselves in a position to, you know, win more games and be in a bowl game. But they've offered, you know, just within the last week, a kid named Jaden Doss from Raymore, Missouri. He's a receiver. Um, they've, uh, Frederick Moore, another 2023 kid from St. Louis, Missouri, another receiver. So you can tell that they're trying to load that position up. Marvin Bucks Jr., a cornerback out of St. Louis, Missouri. Um, and another one from down, you know, southern part of the state is uh, Miles McVay from East St. Louis. What's unique about all these, those guys that I mentioned, Corey Patterson, you know, brought in Isaiah Williams, and he's been quiet. But all those kids I mentioned, they're all his recruits. Interesting. All right. So always something happening behind the scenes, even though we don't always hear all about it. Kedrick, good to talk with you, and uh, uh, thanks so much. Bring the horse next time. 
Will do, boss. <laughs> and the lasso and the 10 gallon hat. And that does it for us. Once again, another two hours goes by way too fast. Thanks again to all of our guests here on the Atlanta Guy Sports Spectacular. Glad to be back in the saddle here, all of us here in a state of the art studio here at IlliniGuys.com, the Sports Spectacular. We appreciate everyone's time. Wish you a safe and blessed Happy New Year. Please stay safe no matter where you are. We'll see you back here at this same time, same channel next week. ILL. I and I. This I has been I. a presentation of LMBC Sports, LLC, and JM Talent Productions. We'll be back next week on the Illini Guys Radio Network on these same stations across Illinois.